I'm happy to have on the show today, Chuck Rinker. He's a CEO of Personas. They're a personality engine that's powering the next generation of the digital workforce. And we were just talking about you going from being big in the gaming space to bringing now human AI to the healthcare world. So what caused this shift? Uh, good question. And I appreciate you having me, Chad. What it really boils down to is my entire career is we've always tried to teach technology um, how to communicate in humans. We've spent millions of years learning how to communicate the way you and I are talking, the, the head bobbing you're doing now, those are all gesture-based communications. And there's a tremendous amount of information in what creates a bond and being an ex-gamer, our goal was to really get kids, I hate to use the word addicted, we're, we're going to talk about medical stuff, but really how people get addicted to games. So I shouldn't just say kids, I'm a hardcore gamer myself. I think people would be surprised to hear that about the half of the successful C-suite in the country are, are avid gamers. It's a problem solvers that love the game. But the point is, is that we really have focused my career on how to engage, how to create that human computer interface at engagement piece. About after being in the game business for a long time, running the Madden and NCAA football franchises for EA Sports, did some fighting games, did some uh, puzzle games, things like that. I'm an avid gamer, as you've learned. We really started going, okay, how can we apply this to more of a commercial sector. So we started doing retail and some commercial elements. Think of that as customer service reps, you know, digital customer service reps. And then about five, six years ago, um, my wife got diagnosed with breast cancer. Then I got diagnosed with late stage colon cancer. And we went through this tremendous journey of what the hell am I doing? What's going to happen? How do I do this? And then although there were a tremendous amount of healthcare professionals and all, trying to guide you on that journey. It's really a personal journey. And then my wife's actually, unfortunately had a second bout of breast cancer. So we really are focusing in on, wait a second, maybe we really have a better purpose for this persona thing. So we created this brand we call iHealth Assist. And the whole idea was create these healthcare assistants, create something that if, if you have to go through your own personal healthcare journey, how do you have that advocate at your side? How do you make it easier on the patient? How do you make the patient navigate? Healthcare professionals are tremendous, but they deal with this every day and they're dealing with hundreds, even thousands of clients. I know when I was going to the cancer ward at MD Anderson, I was talking to the one rep, one rep, one PA said, how many people are in here for cancer? Everybody can't me. And I found out that there were over 350 people a day getting scanned for, for their cancer follow-ups. And you just realize how lost you as a patient get in there. So we started building these healthcare assistants. Currently we're building one for helping patients get to the hospital system more efficiently with a more approachable character that you create more of an emotional bond with. It's friendly, it's personable, it improves customer satisfaction. It's somebody you trust. And so it's really about creating that, I'll call it brand intimacy is what we call it in the industry is creating a trustable personality that is, is, is there to help you through your journey. You have a consistent emotional companion at that point, right? That's absolutely true. You know that you use the magic word emotional. People forget that we're satisfied with our life by going through these connections. We've never had a good way of creating connection with a brand through technology. Technology is awesome at scaling and it's awesome about putting EHR, all this electronic health data and records. It's about being able to check in a thousand patients an hour instead of 10. It's about all this scalability. I mean, our healthcare systems are stressed to the max right now. Europe's even worse. 
they're just stressed to the maximum operational expenses, trying to get everybody that personalized treatment. And you know what? We're now getting into that era of AI where we now can start addressing the personal patients, that personal patient journey. And, and that's where we're squarely focused. So who's responsible for distributing the companions, let's say? Is it, is, do I have to go to personas myself or are the hospitals going to implement this technology and offer it to patients? Another good question. The healthcare system is pretty complex. We call it an ecosystem. There's a lot of players, but at the root of it, it would typically be an initiative that would be driven off of the patient experience team. You're diagnosed, unfortunately, or you're helping a loved one, you're a caregiver for a loved one, and you're trying to navigate this facility in particular with the hospital. So the patient experience teams are usually in place. They work with the IT departments and the C-suites for how do we want our hospital to proceed. In the U.S., we have a interesting openness to our hospital system. You as a patient can go anywhere you want, unlike other countries. So it really is people downplay the U.S. for it, but I, I, I find a big positive for it being such an open system. I, I flew to Texas. I live in North Carolina. I go to Houston because MD Anderson is one of the best cancer centers in the world. And I had lucky enough to have good insurance. And also I chose to go to Houston. So the reality behind that is that um, patients are consumers of our healthcare system. So to answer your question directly, we work with the hospitals or the, uh, consultants or healthcare, let's call them professional services groups. It can be system integrators or consultants that are working with these hospital systems. And we would say, okay, your hospital has a unique set of facilities has a unique way of getting patients in and out of that facility and for it to operate efficiently. You wouldn't have to come to us directly. You would go through this patient experience team. And then we would say, okay, if your hospital, if you wanted to personify or such a play on the word persona, so now you know where the name came from. If I want to create a personality, if I want to personify what your hospital system means, what is your claim to fame? What is your mission statement? What is your vision for your hospital? And if you were to turn that to a digital personality, take commercial brands like Progressive Insurance, they got flow. Geico has the gecko. If you were to personalize that and you say, what image do I want to put? I'm a troublous hospital, you're going to have a different image than if you're a cancer ward, than if you're a cosmetic surgeon. So how do you create that personality? And that's what we do. You come to us through that consultant. We talk with you. We say, what would that personality be? And then we turn that into, think of it as Siri with a body. But where we've taught Siri the specifics of what your patients need and what your visitors to your facilities need. So this Personas is the newest product of your company, but you've mm -hmm. been around for a bit with your corporation here. So what were some of the previous products that you guys were pushing out? We have a, a, a long standing. We're about 22 years old now within the pharmaceutical industry. We help pharma brands go out to the different um, physicians and healthcare professionals and determine what pharmaceutical products are available for what markets, what insurance companies will cover, what costs for those pharmaceuticals and allow that to relay that information to the physicians. So the physicians know what prescriptions they can write, how would that affect the impacting cost on the patient for the insurance claims and such and reimbursements. So there's a long history of that, but that was never us corresponding direct to the patients. That was always through the agencies, not direct patients. We got lucky enough back in 2008, 2009, when we first started, 
toying with this idea of digital personalities. We actually were lucky enough to get introduced to Ventus Health Owns and now, but it was Celebration Health, Florida Hospital, which is the hospital that serves Disney. If you're at Disney World and your daughter, daughter falls on Space Mountain and cracks your head, you take her to this hospital. And they had a unique vision because they were such close proximity to Disney. So we went in and worked with another group out of Charlotte called Bearfax Entertainment and helped design and create interactive personalities for the hospital there. So we were at holographic units where the um, information desk could talk to patients all over the hospital and provide them directions. We created this eight foot tall animatronic bear that would talk to the kids when they had, had MRIs or scans done. And so we did that. Now that was so many years ago, and that was a huge, from our perspective, investment. Not every hospital has the resources that Disney and the uh, Adventist Health have. What we've done since then, probably the first people to really go down this digital human AI avatar space. We've been doing it since 2013. Probably had over 250 installations. Nobody knows it because we're a white label company. We're not out there saying, hey, we're personas. We're working with the hospitals. We're working with the brains of the hospitals. So Disney would probably be the one that I'd say it obviously is the biggest feather in the cap of where we learn so much. Nobody knows customer engagement better than Disney. And we've taken a lot of those principles and applied them to patients. As a matter of fact, there's a really cool book called What If Disney Ran Your Hospital that was written and talks about how to treat patients as customers and how those customers do have a choice and to apply the principles of Disney customer service to healthcare and health. It's a lot of what we did there. As a matter of fact, I think I wrote a follow-up article on Marty Sklar, who was a famous Disney Imagineer who passed away probably about four or five years ago. But he's the guy that people knew was writing what they called the, the 10 commandments of Mickey Mouse. What are the 10 underguiding principles of how to navigate parts of Disney? And I use that a lot in how to engage humans. So there's a lot we've learned from the consumer side of DD Sports at working with Disney, working with the Imagineers, working with Adventist Health. And now what we're really trying to do is package that up into more of a SaaS model, more into a scale. How do we bring those to the masses? Not everybody out there is Disney, EA Sports, or these large Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 50s pretty much. And how can we create, how can we scale that experience? And so that's why we're trying to package all these in the turnkey healthcare solutions so that we can start bringing that engagement to scale to, to, to patients. Yeah. The healthcare industry is definitely in need of a major update on how you treat your patients. Preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir, my friend. Please. So Chuck, if our listeners wanted to get in touch or learn more, how could they do? The easiest way is to probably go to personas.com. It's P-R-S-O-N-A-S. If you're looking at partnerships and some of these larger initiatives on how to transform um, your organization, I, I, I welcome, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, LinkedIn, to be honest. And you can find me on LinkedIn as Charles Ranker, CEO of Personas. Um, last name's R-I-N-K-E-R. That's probably the easiest way to get hold of me uh, directly. I politely ask, don't, don't use that for sales calls, <laughs> but if you really have a partnership type opportunity and want to see what we what, what the future of patient engagement, what the future of patient experience is going to be for the healthcare sector then we are definitely an innovation that hasn't reached scale yet. And we're definitely looking for those uh, launch customers, those partners, those proof of concepts for companies that are really forward thinkers 
uh, and, and, and want to really embrace what the next evolution of patient healthcare is. And, and they can welcome, they're welcome to reach out to me at LinkedIn. Well, thank you, Chuck, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.